Prepare for launch. launch. The Inertia Force Daily Fantasy Sports Podcast starts now with your host, Manny A. What's going on, Force listeners? Thank you so much for joining me today on this beautiful Friday. It is August 30th, and today I'm going to break down today's slate, uh, the Force way, Force style. Um, I'm going to do it where I think which games are important and which games just aren't worth it. Uh, We have to keep in mind that during this time of the season, a lot of these teams are now looking towards resting or pinch hitting their main guys a little faster. And the teams that are still in contention, contention for a wild card are, uh, are trying just that extra little bit in the game. So it's very important that we keep an eye on, on who's playing who and what the implications are for the postseason. So let's just start right from the top here. Oakland from New York. This is a big game for Oakland especially. I think that... They need the win here no matter what. Uh, for the Yankees, they're kind of in, in cruise control. With that being said, I do think that uh, Oakland's interesting here versus CC uh, Sabathia. Sorry. And we know CC, he, he can kind of give you what you need uh, in terms of getting through a game with, with minimal damage, you could say. But he's not a great pitcher, and there's definitely a lot of opportunity here for the Oakland bats to put up some runs in terms of where I have them. I have them sitting at 5.7 runs. Um, There's no umpire data yet. There may be some later, but the weather is great, guys. We have a temperature of 81 degrees. It's blowing out 9 miles per hour, might be up to around 12 later in the day, and uh, it's almost dead center, so it's a really good spot here for Oakland needing, needing, needing this win. And on the other side, you know, it's a good spot for New York. Brett Anderson obviously isn't, he's not horrible, but he's not great. And this is Yankee Stadium. And looking for the Yankees, um, they're in rhythm right now. Uh, if there's one person that I really want to play here from the Yankees, it's it's Aaron Judge. Just because out of all the players that, it's, that, that needs to be in rhythm here for the postseason, it's him. He's been real cold. Um, but as of late, he's been just a flamethrower. So definitely, even as a one-off, I have a lot of interest in him. He's pretty fairly priced across the industry as well. So, I yeah, I, I really do like this game, and I think you can definitely stack this game. Um, but there's definitely plenty of one-offs as well from both sides. Looking at the next game that I have a little bit of interest in is Washington versus Miami here. We have uh, Hernandez versus Anibal Sanchez. A couple ways we can go here. Anibal Sanchez has actually been pretty decent this year. I know the run total is high, but the majority of that is sitting with Washington. Uh, In my own force projections, I have them at 6.2 team total, which I feel is a little bit high. But uh, if that's what the model says, that's what the model says. Um, Obviously, Hernandez isn't a very good pitcher. And again, this is another team looking to make the playoffs here. 
And it's very important that we acknowledge this stuff, right? Right now, the highest projecting guy is uh, Soto, obviously. He's... He's been playing very well. And, you know, there's also rumors of him getting a 10-year, $160 million contract. Uh, and there's just a lot of things swirling around him that's obviously going to make him play even better. Because uh, money does does push people to play better, especially when there's a contract year coming up. So Soto's the guy I'm interested the most for the Washington side. He, he is 5500 I, I will admit that 5500 on DraftKings is, is a is a little bit steep price, but hey, they're all expensive today. Trey Turner, Rendon, uh, they're 56 and yeah, they're 56 and 5500 as well. So at least from a GPP perspective, they're going to be very low owned in my opinion. Uh, I don't think there's going to be very many people stacking all three of those players. I think if you choose to do that, you're immediately going to be very unique to the field. So, and I and I kind of do encourage that. I think that's a good thing to do. Um, in terms of FanDuel, they're also expensive. Forty-four hundred for Rendon, forty-two hundred for Turner. Uh, as I have them as the as a the top projecting guys right there with Soto as well for both sites. Soto's the most affordable. I think if you have to pick one, him at four thousand. I think you're getting pretty good value for what he can bring to the table uh, right up there with Judge in terms of a one-off. Um, looking at the Mets in Philly, I don't like this game. I'm not interested in this game, and I will move on from this game. I, You guys know me, how I do my, my pods. I only pick... <coughs> sorry, I only pick games that I think are important. And this game here, yes, uh, the Phillies... And the Mets need wins, but I think both of them are starting to fade real quick here. So I'm just going to move on, and uh, they can do whatever it is they want to do this year, but no, I'm not interested. Uh, game number four, we got Houston at Toronto. Another interesting game here. Obviously, Houston always packing a punch with their offense, always projecting well. They're facing Trent Thornton here, who is an extremely hard uh, strike zone pitcher. He's either going to give you a bunch of Ks or he's going to get blown up. Uh, that's the only two ways this thing's going to go. Facing Wade Miley. Uh, they're 200 favorite here. The total's at 10.5. Um, my own force totals have it at around a 10.1, so it's close. Um, six of those, 6.1 going towards Houston. And I think Miley's fine. Um, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not excited about it, uh, but but I'm not going to fault you for playing him. He's uh, he's he's nine thousand on on Fanduel and on DraftKings. I don't know if he's worth it on DraftKings, but regardless, whatever his price is, um, it's a little risky. I think for you to put all your bas your marbles in there, yeah. And he's ten thousand on DraftKings. That's that's too much for me. But looking at the bats here, look, we know what Houston can do. I'm not going to deny anything of what they do. They're, they have all the tools to, to put up 10 runs tonight. The problem is with Houston, they don't need to go all out here. I think the moment a team like Houston or the Yankees or the Dodgers put up seven, eight runs before the second or third, you get a lot of these guys being pinch hit for. So even though they're projecting extremely well today, um, 
caution to the wind to 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 those uh, rostering these guys. You have to be very careful. Uh, I know Alvarez projects extremely well every time on the slate, and he projects well again today. Obviously, a top three batter. Um, in terms of DFS, but again, a little bit of caution here. But there's definitely there's definitely merit to stacking this game. Looking on to the next game, um, a snoozer in terms of offense, but I think you can definitely get your pitching from here. Um, Shane Bieber is in a fantastic spot to put up a possibly the best score of the night um, versus Tampa Bay here. Tampa Bay has an awful habit of going down early, and versus Cleveland, you don't really do that. It's only going to encourage their pitchers to, uh, you know, have more control and 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 sh- shut out that team. They do it every time, and Tampa Bay, I think, is going to come or be behind very early here, and I wouldn't be surprised if this was a three or four nothing uh, final. I'm definitely betting the under on this game. So again. That's the only thing I'm really interested for in, in, in this game is just the pitching in terms of bats. I got nothing for you. Game number six, Minnesota at Detroit. Man, oh, man, how many times has Minnesota um, burned everybody or made everybody a lot of money? Now they're facing Edwin Jackson, a guy that we like to pick on, a guy that's been in the league for way too many years. I think he's on the 16th team now. And... Look, again, the Twins, these guys can hit bombs. I understand that. And they're so deep that it's they're almost a little bit like roulette. You don't really know where the home runs are going to come from. You can make a prediction with projections, but you, you, you guys know projections in baseball. They're not all that accurate. Right now, obviously, it's Nelson Cruz at the top. But we don't know. We saw a couple games ago. They just walked him the whole game. And uh, that was really of no use to anybody. So you got to be very careful here in, in, in terms of looking at this Twins team and saying, you know, do you really want to put your marbles in a team that, you know, is quite possibly starting to think of the postseason now? They don't necessarily need to um, keep their guys out there the whole game, right? So something just to think of. Looking on to the next game here, the White Sox at Atlanta. Not a very interesting game at all. Um, Really, you could look at Atlanta here if you really wanted to. Um, They're in a pretty fairly decent spot. They are facing Ivan Nova. Um, He's been good and bad. Not somebody I typically like to pick on. For Atlanta, obviously, this is a game that they need to win to uh, keep uh, leading their division. Uh, Max Fred, I do have some interest in here. I do have the White Sox at a 3.18 total. Very, very low. So Max Fred is actually projecting very well. He's uh, fairly priced on DraftKings. He is 7,500 on DraftKings. Definitely something uh, you can consider today in cash and in GPP. And for FanDuel, he's 8,800. Um... Obviously, that's a little bit steep. You have a couple guys around the same price. Uh, you have Wheeler, you have uh, Gallon, uh, Sanchez, Gibson. So there's definitely a little bit of uh, research everybody's going to have to do here, a little bit more in-depth to pick out the pitcher you want. In terms of Atlanta and as far as batting goes, 
I mean, it's the typical guys, Acuna, Freeman, Albies, just, just you know, your typical go-to guys that uh, you can possibly take a look at, but uh, really not a game I'm going to have too many shares in. The next game here, Seattle at Texas. Pretty high team total. Vegas expects a lot of runs. Um, for myself, I don't know what to do with this game. I'm, I'm not... I might just sit back and, and wait approach here. I know Mark and Marco Gonzalez and Colby Allard are uh, not very good. Um, that being said, though, I think that Texas is cheap enough across the board that if you are going to roster two expensive pitchers here, I think the Rangers are probably going to be your best team in terms of roster uh, rostering. And uh, ownership really isn't an issue in a, in a slate like this. So from that perspective, you can definitely look at Texas here for value. They definitely offer the best value of the day. Um, looking at Seattle on the other side here, um, they're projecting equally as good in terms of value and uh, uh, scored runs. I have both these teams at five apiece, uh, just under the under at 10.5. Um, but other than that, really, like I said, uh, I'm not too interested except for a couple one-off value guys. So moving on to the next game, we have Baltimore at Kansas City. Another game I have 0-0 interest in. John Means uh, versus Eric Skoglin. Sorry if I butchered his name. But uh, again, uh, not a game I really want to talk about. Um, if I'm going to mention anybody, it's going to be John Means. He's 6,500 on FanDuel. Definitely somebody you can consider today uh, if you're looking to punch your pitcher and blow it up on bats. Uh, <clears throat> looking at the Reds here versus St. Louis. I like the Reds here, and I like Trevor Bauer, and I also like Dakota Hudson. Uh, I think both these pitchers put up a pretty good game. I love the under here. I definitely think there's value on the under, and... I really do think you can roster both these guys, even if you stack them. Uh, I could see this being a one-run game or there being no runs until the bullpen comes in. But other than that, I really don't care for either side of the plate in terms of offense. Um, you could consider Suarez just because he's been on fire, uh, but he's so expensive right now. I just could not be. Couldn't, I, I just can't roster him today. So I'm sorry if if. Uh, <laughs> I sound like a little sick too. Uh, I think I'm getting a little bit of allergies. But, anyways, looking at the fourth last game of the day, Pittsburgh at Colorado. Man, oh man, uh, we thought the under was gonna hit yesterday. Uh, they they teased us, and then it just blew up the final inning there, the final two innings. So again, today we have uh, Pitts uh, or sorry, Darlo Asgrazel. Is that how you say his name? And Antonio Sensatella. Two brutal pitchers. Uh, weather sees looks to be around the same. Um, fairly warm for for Coors standards. Vegas has this total at fourteen point five again, and I don't know. I I really don't know what to do with this game. We all know all ownership is going to be focused on this game. Uh, Everyone else is going to be ignored, especially because there is the ability with pricing the way pricing is right now, especially on FanDuel on both sides of the plate. If you're not rostering Story, Arenado, or Blackman, you can basically stack this game with a fairly good pitcher. So 
I don't I won't fault you if you do. I think it's a good idea, especially in cash games and even in GPP. Once you start stacking these games without those three names that I mentioned, um, those other guys are really low owned. You know, Stallings is always very low owned um, for Pittsburgh, and he's got lots of pop, lots of power. I know you guys who are members know I like to roster that guy a lot. Uh, I always seem to get him at the right times, and I'm hoping today might be that day again. But yeah. No interest in pitchers. Love offenses on both sides here. Do not hesitate to stack this game. as uh, very many unique ways you can. Uh, wraparound stacks are one of my favorite things to do, and I think this is a great game to do it in. Third last game of the day, we have the Dodgers at Arizona. Um, look, I think I think uh, Zach Gallen is a good pitcher. Um, I don't know why Miami got rid of him, and they're facing Tony Gosselin, and I think Gallen can keep the Dodgers at bay here, um, and especially in Arizona, where there's a lot of humidity, and we know this ballpark is no longer a, a uh, sorry, that's my dog there, you know this ballpark is no longer a hitter's ballpark anymore, it plays a lot smaller with the humidity there, um, so a game I'm interested probably in Zach Gallen. He's 8,500. He's a little bit expensive, uh, but definitely can be rostered. Uh, he's going to be very low owned at 1% is my assumption versus the Dodgers here. And looking for the uh, for the Angels, sorry. You know, my, my interest here in Skogland is very minimal. Even though he's 5,700, I think as a pairing, maybe on DraftKings you can do. Uh, I'm checking his site, or sorry, his price right now on DraftKings. And let's see if he's affordable here. Because I think nah, he's 6500 so that's doable. I definitely think you can do that. Uh, but other than that, there's nothing really I like in this game. Final two games here. We got the Red Sox at the Angels. I think this Angels game is going to go uh, very under-owned. Especially for, you know, being Jose Suarez and Nathan Eovaldi, two guys that have been uh, what we expected them to be. They're, they've regressed into this role of not being very good. Boston is in a must-win situation here. I love the Red Sox. I love them facing Suarez, who's a contact picture, who isn't afraid to attack the strike zone. And I think versus his Red Sox team, that's going to be a mistake today. I love the over here. I love the Red Sox to win. Uh, I'm not in love with the run line, though. I think the Angels can keep up, and uh, they can they can definitely keep the run line going. At the last game here, we have the Padres at the Giants, a snoozer of a game. Just no offense here. Vegas has it at 7.5. I have this game myself on the Force Simulator at 7. And Madison Bumgarner is probably going to be one of the chalkiest pitchers of the day, and rightfully so. He is in a great spot here versus the Padres in the best pitcher's ballpark. And I don't fault you for playing him today. I'm going to have plenty of Bumgarner today. Um, looking at Lamette, I think he's fair for his price. There's value there. Uh, on FanDuel, on uh, DraftKings, he's, he's uh, I don't know what the heck is going on, but Lamette is 10,700 on DraftKings. Uh, pretty insane if you ask me. Uh, I get that he's been pitching well, but there's no way I can roster that guy on DraftKings. I'm not going to pay more for him than for Bumgarner. Um, but hey, if you want to play GPP, go right ahead. I'm not going to fault you for playing Lamette. 
but I know for me and for cash games and forever else uh, playing tonight, I'm going to be rostering Bumgarner across all formats. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. If you made it this far into the pod, I'm going to give you my three dingers of the day. And uh, that is your reward to making it to the end. Uh, I'm going to give you guys just three guys that I think are in really, really good spots to get home runs today. Number one, uh, he basically burned everybody into the ground last night except us because we played Newman. But I do think Trevor's story shows up today, and and I think he's definitely going to bang one out. I think after yesterday's showing and him being pinch hit for early, um, he's definitely going to get in there and hit a couple out of the ballpark. Number two, another Colorado Rockies guy. I'm sure you're getting the theme by now. Uh, Nolan Arenado, disappointing game as well, and I think he's in a great spot here to smash one out of the ballpark. And number three, I'm going to go right back to the guy I started with. He is hot as hell right now, and that is Aaron Judge. All hail Judge. Rise. He will be getting one out of the ballpark today. So that is it, guys. Thank you so much for joining me. Visit inertiaforcesports.com. Follow me on Twitter at Inertia force dfs uh hit me up on twitch inertia dfs and join our discord you can find those tabs on the website so thank you so much i will be back here hopefully in a couple days with another pod but until then may the sports be with you laters